2: KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City. Live coverage, 20 minutes on the 2020 election on KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news. This is the
3: 5 o'clock report. I'm Jeff Kaplan, KSL's top story. More than a million Utahs have already voted this day before the election, and apparently many, many more still plan to vote. State Elections Director Justin Lee says we could see some long lines at the polls tomorrow. I think, I think
1: anybody should,
4: should expect to run into some lines tomorrow. And one of the reasons is uh, with social distancing, it doesn't take a lot of people to make a very long line.
3: So the vote count is soaring, but they're hitting a speed bump in Summit County. There's no panic. There are no accusations. But the county announced they've had to shut down the elections office with staffers quarantined through Friday because of COVID. KSL News Radio's Paul Nelson begins our team coverage.
1: Because we're so close to the proverbial finish line of Election Day, the Summit County Clerk's office isn't really panicking about not being able to process ballots over the next couple of days. Clerk Kent Jones says they've already processed over 18,000 ballots, having sent out roughly 28,000 total. And Jones says all ballots will still be collected like normal. The only difference is that on election night, their numbers won't be as high as they otherwise would be.
3: Jones says they'll still have staffers working at the drive through election center at the county fairgrounds, though the office... Will be closed. State election leaders say they want you to report if you see any voter intimidation or fraud at polling locations tomorrow. Continuing our team coverage, here's KSL News Radio's Lindsay Ertz from the Elections Desk.
0: The state elections and attorney general's offices issuing a joint statement today saying any cases of illegal behavior will not be tolerated.
4: Voter intimidation is anything that it almost sounds simple to say, but intimidates voters from voting or, or makes them concerned when they go to the polls.
0: State Director of Elections, Justin Lee, says. They've had no specific report or threats from groups.
4: So far, there's nothing on the ground that shows us that this year is particularly different. A lot of it seems to be rhetoric and discussion. But anytime you hear, you know, rhetoric and discussion... You've got to look into that and you've got to be aware.
0: They say it's best to point out any issues to the people working at the polls or you can call their offices and report it. From the KSL elections desk, Lindsay Ayres, KSL News Radio.
3: For the second time, a court has rejected a Republican effort in Texas to throw out a hundred twenty seven thousand ballots. A federal judge rejected the GOP lawsuit this afternoon. The votes were from drive through locations around Houston, which overwhelmingly voted for Hillary Clinton back in 2016. For the presidential candidates, it's all about Pennsylvania today. Maria Chaleos is live at the KSL National News Desk. Jeff,
5: supporters chanted as President Trump began his second election eve rally. That's really nice. Don't make me cry. I'll cry with that. President Ah. Trump also telling his supporters he's got this.
1: But uh, the level of enthusiasm, and I think you're going to see a great
5: red wave tomorrow. At one of his trademark drive-in rallies, former Vice President Joe Biden laid into President Trump for the tone of the current political season.
6: The only thing that can tear America apart. Is America itself, and that's exactly what Donald Trump's been trying to do.
5: Biden leads Trump in most polls, but the polls are much closer in key battleground states like Pennsylvania. The FBI delivering more-proof gun sales have been big in 2020. There were over 3.3 million requests for firearm background checks in October. The FBI has averaged around 3.2 million background checks every month this year. A Wisconsin judge today set a $2 million bond for 17-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse who is facing charges that he shot and killed two men during a protest triggered by a police shooting. John Huber, the father of one of the victims, Anthony Huber, testified at today's virtual hearing.
7: He was an active shooter and he tried to flee and my son lost his life protecting other people.
5: He was a hero. Prosecutors argued Rittenhouse was a flight risk because, if convicted, he could spend most, if not all, of his life in prison. Live from the KSL National News Desk, I'm Maria Chaleos, KSL News Radio.
3: A statewide testing program that checks levels of the coronavirus in sewage is showing an increase in the virus in Davis, Weber, and Salt Lake counties, but it's leveling off in Utah County. KSL News Radio's Dan Bama says this is one valuable way to see how well we're controlling the spread. The trends posted by the Department of Environmental Quality are marked as increasing. If the past two weeks are higher than the previous two, they tend to follow the daily case numbers. And while they're useful in Utah's large urban areas, they can also spot increases in rural communities, such as the recent spike in cases in Richfield. The trend has also been going up in Moab, Monticello, Price, and Roosevelt. There are a few places where the trend is decreasing, including Midway, Gunnison, Fillmore, and Hildale. A bad sign for the state of Utah, the COVID infection rate is going up again. 19% of all COVID tests are positive over the past week, and that's considered very, very high, and a sign of more cases to come. The state health department says nearly 1,200 people tested positive since yesterday. 348 Utahns are in the hospital with coronavirus, we want to remind you even outside of election season k s l brings you twenty minutes of uninterrupted news from five o'clock to five twenty. Listen again tomorrow for more breaking updates k s l news time five o five First look traffic now on the 5 o'clock report. We're brought to you by Mountain America's free online and mobile banking tools. And here's Ricky Meese.
8: Well, heads up, Davis County drivers, a lot of emergency crews are now on the scene of a crash with possible injuries northbound I-15. It's prior to Parrish Lane in Centerville, and they are blocking a right lane of traffic right now. Delays aren't bad. Back to Bountiful. But they will likely grow until they can open up that right lane of traffic. In Draper, crews still clearing this crash westbound 123rd south at 265 west. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center.
3: The 5 o'clock report is brought to you by Any Hour Services, electrical, plumbing, heating and air, anyhourservices.com, KSL Time 506. We've heard it for many years. On the 2020
2: election, special coverage on Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon News.
3: Yes, we've heard it for many years. It's the economy, stupid. Historically, a bad economy is a major hurdle for an incumbent president to overcome during an election. So, how do most people think the economy is doing? KSL News Radio's Paul Nelson has this in depth look.
1: And as we begin the new year, our economy is booming. Wages are soaring, workers are thriving, and America's future has
6: never, ever looked brighter.
1: Those statements were made back in January before COVID 19 shut everything down. And in March and April, the U.S. went through a major economic downturn. So the real question is as President Ronald Reagan famously asked,
6: are you better off? than you were four years ago.
1: Researchers at Bankrate.com asked people across the country to compare their financial situation now to what it was before President Trump took office. Is it better, worse, or about the same? For some Utahns... I've
4: stayed working, so it didn't really affect me. And for others... I know I've actually been working
3: more... So technically better, but once things settle, then it'll go back to the same.
1: Analysts found that the largest group, 40% of people polled, say their financial picture was roughly the same, and 26% said things had improved.
2: For us, our financial situation is worse. I am from a single-parent home. Um, The stimulus for me was not... A lot to get us by. So
1: who believes things are better and who says things are getting worse? Bankrate senior economic analyst Mark Hamrick says the numbers break down predictably along party and economic lines.
3: Those who said or tended to say that they were better were male, white, Republican, college grads or baby boomers and those who made $80,000 a year or more. Those who tended to say they were doing worse tended to be black, female, uh, and in lower income groups and more often Democrats.
1: Hamrick says there are some people who thrive in an economic downturn and a lot who suffer. This
3: occasion has been more dramatically divided that way than anything in our lifetime. And
1: even though we went through the downturn, Hamrick says there were substantial gains to the gross domestic product in this year's third quarter. We lost. 22 million jobs, and we've recovered about half of those jobs. Paul Nelson, KSL News Radio.
3: Tune in all day tomorrow for special election team coverage right here on KSL News Radio, lasting from Tim and Amanda in the morning all the way deep into the night. And for the latest on the election, you can always visit KSLNewsRadio.com. KSL News Time 509, my minute of news, is brought to you by Any Hour Services Electrical Plumbing, Heating and Air, Any Hour Maybe you're brimming with anticipation, but chances are you're filled with dread in these final hours before the election. Some rich people are frantically emailing accountants looking for tax shelters ahead of a Biden victory. Democrats expect to get run off the road by one of those flag-waving Trump trains. And Republicans are braced for whatever comes next, but they're guessing it won't be pleasant. We've never faced an election like this in our lives, but the country has faced one. And all it took was one honest man to make things right. 1860, rumors spread across the South that Lincoln was half black. Southern states refused to put him on the ballot. Assassination threats came daily. Southerners threatened to storm Washington with troops. And Lincoln won with a mere 40% of the vote. Next, the South threatened to disrupt the Electoral College. Vice President John C. Breckinridge of Kentucky, whose family owned slaves, received all the electoral votes. He had them right there in his hand. He could have trashed them and said, sorry, lost them. My bad. And thrown the Republican to chaos, but an honest man, Breckenridge opened and counted those electoral votes, and with that act, we got what many say was our greatest president ever.
2: Jeff Kaplan's minute of news, only on KSL News Radio. Triple Team
8: Traffic brought to you by Mountain America's free online and mobile banking tools. Salt Lake County freeways not bad. We've only had a little bit of slowing westbound SR 201 approaching 7200 West. Construction causing lane restrictions southbound 7th East approaching 33rd South. And a crash still causing delays westbound 123rd South at the intersection of 265 West in Draper. Michelle? Well, seeing pretty good speeds on 5600 West, just a little slow around 3500 South. Bangor Highway, those delays are easing just a little bit of slowing from the 201 down toward the Taylorsville area. And I-15 looking good in Utah County, but we have slowing on Pioneer Crossing. Steve?
2: And we have delays uh, leaving downtown, actually in Davis County, I should say, as you leave downtown Salt Lake City, though it's a good drive. Northbound 15, we do have a crash in Centerville at Parrish Lane. That's on the right shoulder. And more delays farther up from Clearfield up to Roy. Any Hour Services, electrical, plumbing, heating and air. They'll evaluate your situation, show you all the the available options, then happily do the work you choose. Google Any Hour Services or visit anyhourservices.com. Steve Carlson in the KSL Traffic Center.
3: Traffic and weather together every 10 minutes on The Nines. Kevin Eubank has your hourly forecast on the 5 o'clock report. An hour-by-hour description as we head toward Election Day.
7: Thanks a lot, Jeff. As we head through the 5 o'clock hour, temperatures in the low 60s. Sunsets at 521, and then skies will stay mostly clear. Temperatures in the upper 50s at 6, mid-50s at 7, with low 50s for 8, 9, and 10. Ultimate lows will be in the low 40s. With your hourly forecast on the 5 o'clock report. I'm Kevin Eubank.
3: Yes, nine minutes till night falls, 58 degrees in Salt Lake City. KSL News Time, 512. And we go in depth now with Maria Chaleos.
5: Jeff, plywood window coverings are covering high end shopping areas of big U.S. cities. That's ahead of tomorrow's election. Now, it's an eerie sight in a country that's built on the idea of a peaceful transition of power. In fact, that kind of signal is exactly why city authorities have generally advised business owners not to board up promising stepped-up security measures. Now, city officials have said they're not aware of any credible threats of violence as late as last week. Still, plywood panels are dotting major cities in Boston, New York, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Chicago, and Washington, D.C. Store owners apparently are on edge from the break-ins during the summer when looters took advantage of the nationwide wave of civil unrest following the police killing of George Floyd. Jeff?
3: Hopefully, the plywood will have been an unnecessary precaution. We'll see over the next few days. KSL Newstime, 5.13, one of the stories we're following on the 5 o'clock report. The election's expected to be so close, some races won't be able to be called election night. But Facebook and Twitter are trying to make it easier to get official information quickly. KSL News Radio's Kira Hoffelmeyer has more Kira
5: Jeff both social media platforms today are announcing what news outlets they're going to partner with for official results. Facebook says it'll rely on Reuters and the Associated Press and six independent decision desks at some national news outlets, though they wouldn't say which ones. Twitter says they'll also use the Associated Press along with ABC, which is our national affiliate, CNN, CBS, the Decision Desk HQ, Fox News and NBC News. Here on KSL News Radio, we will very Verify national elections through the Associated Press and ABC as well. And we'll bring you local vote results straight from the state elections office, Jeff.
3: Yes, absolutely. You're listening to 20 Minutes on the 2020 election. And election coverage will continue into the night live here on KSL News Radio tomorrow evening. Be sure to stay with us. Trending on social media, a brand new YouGov poll that shows 77% of Americans, three out of every four adults, fear violence. In the days ahead, hopefully not, but it's up to all of us. And yes, that includes you. The three things you need to know this hour. First,
0: state elections leaders and the Attorney General's office say they want you to report if you see any voter intimidation, fraud, or unrest at the polls tomorrow, but they say they haven't had any specific threats. I'm KSL News Radio's Lindsay Eards.
3: Second, the state of Utah is reporting just under 1,200 additional COVID cases and no additional deaths since yesterday. We have about 350 people in the hospital with COVID. Third, our biggest traffic trouble spot brought to you by Mountain America's free online and mobile banking tools. That's
8: going to be Davis County where we're now at emergency traffic due to a crash with injuries northbound I-15 approaching Parrish Lane in Centerville. You've got stop and go delays entering into Bountiful. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center.
7: Storms in southern Utah, but sunshine here in the north. I'm Kevin Eubank. We've slipped to 58 degrees now.
3: KSL's top national stories.
7: From ABC
9: News, I'm Daria Albinger. In the final hours of the campaign, President Trump and his Democratic challenger are focused on must-win states. Former Vice President Joe Biden is in Pennsylvania, the state where he was born. You know, he
6: sees the world from Park Avenue. I see it from Scranton. I see it from where I grew up. I see it from here in Pittsburgh. Wall Street didn't build this country. Working people built this country.
9: The president started his day in Pennsylvania before heading to Michigan, telling supporters in Travis City that suburban women really,
1: really like him. They don't want a development put next to their house. They want their house the way it is. They want to have their beautiful house and they want to have security and they want to have safety. I think they like Trump. I really do. That happened the last time.
9: But many polls show the president losing support among that voting group. Early voting lines are as long in
2: many cities as we've seen on election Is day. Trump poll watcher conducting his own exit polling in Wheaton, Maryland. Say there's 40, 50% are probably voting for Trump. Really? Here? Here, Right here. Others fearing voter intimidation and Trump car caravans blocking highways.
0: I think they're acting like three-year-olds.
2: Those concerns, though, not an issue here in the suburban Washington, D.C. polling place a day before the voting ends. Andy Field, ABC News, Wheaton, Maryland.
9: Businesses across the country are boarding up ahead of a potential Election Day protest. An unscalable fence was temporarily installed around the White House. The Texas Republican Party's appealed a federal judge's decision, which allows for more than 125,000 drive through votes in Harris County to be counted. An investigation is underway into an attack in Vienna that left at least one person dead and more than a dozen wounded. Gunmen opened fire in Vienna in what authorities say. Was the work of terrorists. You're listening to ABC News.
3: On to the KSL in depth.
2: 20 minutes on the 2020 election. In depth
3: coverage on KSL News Radio. And we continue. State election leaders are taking voter safety and ballot security seriously. Sarah Rial is a volunteer poll worker in Salt Lake County and also a political science professor at Salt Lake Community College.
0: I went to a two-hour training at the Salt Lake County office, and they walked us through everything from safety protocols to safety of people voting and safety of the poll workers. Walked us through a lot of the logistics that sometimes mess people up when they go to vote, like the address, um, making sure you have the right forms of ID, talking through what the whole room will look like at the voting location. So, you know, lines, the computer system, everything. They walk us through all the different aspects of what can happen at a polling place on Election Day and how we can serve the voters to make sure that their right to vote is safe and secure and uh, moves in a way that we don't have lines or anything to worry about on Election Day.
3: Jeff Johnson is also volunteering, but as a poll watcher with the American Civil Liberties Union, he says... He signed up because he's worried about voter intimidation.
7: A lot of the concerns that I have are um, also felt um, within the ACLU, and I would imagine that's why they decided to um, have it here as well. Um, So with the training, um, and it was kind of going over different scenarios that might happen, um, but really just reiterating over and over the different um, things that we need to watch for and to make sure that everyone can vote. And what's what I found interesting in there is um, when you think of poll watching, you kind of think of making sure that certain bad things don't happen. And there's definitely going to be other poll watchers there that do that. But with the ACLU, we're not there to, to stop people from voting in any way. We're only there to help people vote.
3: Election officials say if you see something strange at a polling location tomorrow, tell someone, Grab a poll worker, let them know what's up. No one should be made to feel that they can't vote confidently and safely. You've been listening to the In-Depth of 15 and 45. KSL News Time 520. Triple team traffic here. We're brought to you by Mountain America's free online and mobile banking tools. And here's Ricky nice
8: A crash with injuries northbound i 15 approaching Parish Lane in Centerville is what's causing your delays for Davis County drivers. If you're headed northbound, you'll see the backup starting right about 2600 South Woods Cross. Once you're past that, and you will need to stay to the left to get around it, you're good to go until you hit Roy with a little patch of slowing approaching 5600 south. Michelle? Well, we're seeing a little bit of delay. This is 5600 west in spots between I-80 and 3500 southwest valley where it's busy at that intersection. Now, if you're on Bangor Highway, we have some slowdowns as you're headed southbound approaching the 201, then seeing pretty good speeds south of there. On I-15 Utah County, we're running at posted speed. Steve?
2: And it's quiet drive and light traffic on I-15 between downtown Salt Lake City and the point of the mountain this afternoon. We have good speeds on the belt routes, the 201 and I-80 both ways. Steve Carlson in the KSL Traffic Center.
3: Traffic and weather together on the nines. Here's your seven-day forecast and Kevin Eubank.
7: Thanks a lot, Jeff. Well, wow, November started off sunny and mild. Today's temperatures have been in the mid-60s. Tomorrow, 68 and partly cloudy. How about 70s and mostly sunny on Wednesday and Thursday? We'll stay in the low 70s on Friday, but the changes come on the weekend. Saturday, a cold front moves in. Rain mixing with snow. Highs fall into the 30s, lows into the 20s. We'll keep some scattered snow around on Sunday, even in the valleys. From the KSL Weather Center, I'm Kevin Eubank. We're at
3: 58 in Salt Lake City at sunset, and you're listening to the 5 o'clock report 20 minutes on the 2020 election brought to you by Any Hour Services, Electrical Plumbing, Heating and Air, AnyHourservices.com. KSL News Time, 522.
2: Chef Kaplan's Afternoon News, only on KSL News Radio.
6: George Owens is running to represent us in Congress, but his record should make Utahans run in the other direction. Owens said he'd repeal our health care, throwing over 200,000 Utah residents off their health care, and ending health care protections for people with pre existing conditions, like asthma or cancer. And while Utah families are still suffering from increased cancer rates due to decades of nuclear testing in Nevada, Owens called for restarting nuclear testing. That's right. Owens said he absolutely supported it. But that's not all. Owens has a decades-long history of bad judgment, filing for bankruptcy six times across multiple states and hundreds of thousands in unpaid taxes. The record is clear. Utah should run from Burgess Owens. Paid for by House Majority PAC, TheHouseMajorityPack.com. not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. House Majority PAC is responsible for the content of this advertising.
4: This is Derek Miller speaking on business. During this coronavirus pandemic, we have two absolute priorities. First, to keep ourselves safe, along with our friends, neighbors, and loved ones. Second, to support an environment where the economy can remain viable. To promote these priorities while cherishing our right to self-determination, the Salt Lake Chamber and Utah Department of Health have partnered with organizations throughout Utah to launch Stay Safe to Stay Open. It's a simple but powerful campaign that allows businesses to let their customers know that They have pledged to follow seven important guidelines to protect employees and the public. These businesses have pledged to conduct temperature checks before work and stay home when sick. Wash hands frequently and avoid touching the face and eyes. Practice social distancing, including wearing face coverings in close common areas. Learn about high-risk groups and help protect them. Cover the mouth when coughing or sneezing. Clean high-touch surfaces frequently. And follow public health guidance as updated. To learn more about the pledge in which businesses are participating, please go to stayopenutah.com. You will find a searchable database of restaurants, stores, and other businesses you can trust to have a safe environment. Those businesses can also be clearly identified by colorful Stay Safe to Stay Open signage. Working together, we can get through the coronavirus. And it all begins at stayopenutah.com. I'm Derek Miller with the Salt Lake Chamber, and this is Speaking on Business. ARUP Blood Services is in critical need for blood donations. Donations have
2: decreased during the pandemic, and your help is needed more than ever. Call 801-584-5272.
3: We're watching Utah's Money. Apple is holding another launch event later this month. No one knows what's coming on the company's third launch event over the past few months. KSL Drives' Elon Musk says we can all expect a look at the updated Cybertruck about a month from now. About a half million people have pre-ordered his futuristic electric pickup. You can't legally bet on the election here in the U.S., but that's not stopping people in England. In fact, one Brit dropped a million pounds, that's about a million and a quarter dollars, on Joe Biden to win tomorrow night. On Wall Street, the Dow gained 423 points the day before election day, closing at 26925. The S&P added 40 points, the Nasdaq gained 46. KSL News Time 526. Bruce Springsteen has made history with his latest album.
1: A lot of people listen to Bruce Springsteen's Letter to You. Here I see it, my latest studio album letter to you debuts at number two on the billboard 200 album chart giving the boss the distinction of being the only artist to have a top five album in each of the last six decades the 70s 80s 90s 2000s 10s and now 20s letter to you is springsteen's 21st top five album jason Athenson, abc news hollywood